I don't know how the military works. Whenever I was born and I was like, wham, wham, I'm flat-footed, I didn't have to worry about anything military-wise. I don't know. <laughs> I can never be drafted. Like, I don't really. <laughs> Yay! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another podcast by Not Your Average It's us, bitches. I mean, wonderful people of the world. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my name is Carolina. I'm here to cry about GOT7 this week. Yes. Like hey. every other week. <laughs> I was about to say, what's the difference? <laughs> uh, my name is Kat and uh, Park Joon-hee. Yeah, that, that's Bay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, my name is Cynthia and um, I look and say him. That's it. You're right. That's a tweet. That's a tweet. Hello, everyone. My name is Terika, and I'm really excited because I'm about to watch my BTS Memories DVD, all five Ooh, of them. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Okay. What are you That's doing on a Friday night? night? Okay. <laughs> also have beer in With the fridge, seven so men. Scandalous. Also, Terika, we have a date. We're watching Burn the Stage again. We yeah we never finished. The thing. I know the last episode the because last I don't. Episode. I heard that everybody cries. That Namjoon makes everybody cry in the last episode, so I wasn't wow. ready, but I really missed them, so Sunday. Okay, funny thing is that I paid for that YouTube Red thing. I watched episode one and two, and then I didn't watch the rest. Thank you. How about let's start with all the things that happened this week, guys? Well, wow. Honestly, it's been kind of a dry week yeah. com- in comparison. This week, got a, they, they, they gave us a break after all the craziness that's been happening. Oh, my God. I think right. that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Been- They're like, we're going to calm down just so they can, like, breathe a little bit. You're right. Before we fuck them up again. <laughs> right. Before we but drop everything all together in the same some day. great news it did come out this week. Um, the one that I am most excited about and that I'm glad we're talking about first is my mans and his boys going on a world tour. Yes, DPR. We gang gang, bitch. Uh, DPR we gang gang. 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 Hey. Rep it every day. <laughs> I ain't feeling them fakes. What? They don't need to tell you. It was really cool how they did it because, uh, like, nobody really... You have to look at it, look at the video, and then it says, oh, you see the continents on it. It doesn't really... So you're just like, oh, okay, they're going on tour to these continents. But hey, the North America's on there, and um, I'm ready. Yeah, I really expected nothing less from them, though, as far as, like, the delivery on how to be, like, and not just, like, we're going on tour, here's a tweet. Like, no. when, I, when I noticed it, like you said, you were like, oh, hey, yep. Like, that's how, like, I just, I don't know. I love how their ideas and stuff and how they think outside the box. They're great. I was terrified because, like, I opened it, like, because I have all of their notifications on. So I have every member of DPR's <laughs> post notifications on. Oh, my God. On. Oh, God. All right. So when they all post something, I know something's going on within, like, DPR. So, like, I had Creams and Scott's and Davin's and Christian's, all of their notifications. And I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? So when I clicked on Christian... The picture didn't load, and all I saw was coming to you live, and I was like, oh, well, that's, like, Davin's, like, tag, so it could be, like, a new song or something. No, bitch. Then I saw the continents, and I was just like, oh, God. I was like, oh, my God, it's a tour. <laughs> this girl said, I don't know the dates, but I'm going to go to all of them. I was just like, all right, girl, I am still trying to recover from the GOT7 week, okay? You're right, because I'm over here saying, if they don't come to Austin, I'm not going, because uh, funds. <laughs> Another messy thing, though, this is, this doesn't have nothing to do with uh, uh, hip-hop unless you consider NCT a hip-hop group. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> um, apparently, NCT's managers are being hella rude, basically, and trying to control the boys. And I just don't understand why the mentality. Yeah, we we uh, apparently there were having like V lives, and all yeah. of the managers behind the camera were just like, "Stop it!" Like I know for one, Ten and Johnny were speaking English, and the manager was just like, "No, like speak Korean." And then for other ones, like Lucas was just being Lucas and they were just like, you got to stop. And they were being scolded. I'm just like, okay, first of all, um, we moved on from K-pop being manufactured. So stop telling your (laughs) artists how to act. And if they're on V-Live, like the fans just want them to be them. I don't want some fake ass like versions of them. Yeah. Like that's the whole point of V-Live. It's like yeah. see them like hanging out, chilling and being themselves. And like yeah. there's even a video of like they were all laughing about something and like uh I guess one of the managers gets Mark's attention and like he instantly just stops laughing and then he tells everyone to kinda like calm down and I was just like, What the heck? Like now you're not even allowed to like laugh. Like what like what is the point? Like I don't want them to go live if they just have to sit there and just look at each other. Like that's boring. Yeah, the thing is with like uh, some of them too. Whenever Tay specifically, whenever he's like on the V lives, he'll literally say it out loud. He's like, "Oh, someone behind the camera doesn't want us to do that." Like he'll say yeah. it. Yeah, right. So yes, give us a cheese man. I know one of the one of the clips. I know that he said that he was just like somebody behind the camera doesn't want to like wants us to ch- shut his shut it off. And he kept saying that. And Jaehyun was just looking at him like, bruh, you better stop. They're going to fire you. And I'm like, no, no, they're not. But, you know, they're going to fire you. Tay would literally be that one video of the guy in the grocery store that's like, try me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) NCTS Vines, a thread. Oh, my God. No, you know what that that description reminded me of? Of that um, tweet. It was a while ago of Jay Park drinking like some oh, yeah. tea and then they're like uh jay after leaving jyp <laughs> unbothered seriously so so that's that's kind of just like you know i also another thing is nct is supposed to be global like that's the whole yep. point of them they have different units that cater to like different types of market so you're gonna tell me that you're not gonna let your artists like speak in other languages and things like that like like n- what that goes against everything that you've been trying to market nct as and it was so weird because they weren't talking about anything like in depth they were like yeah, talking no. about like a drawing or something and they were yeah. just like explaining a pin i don't know what they were doing but then like i don't know they just get like the axe and they were like oh god and they instantly started speaking korean and i was like oh poor babies my problem is like with nct they do like i watch their v lives a lot because uh, i fucking love nct but when they do V lives, they will literally put them in groups specifically based on like who can speak English, who can speak Chinese, yes, who can speak Thai, things like that. So when naturally when Ten and Johnny are together, their natural instinct with one another is to speak English because yep. it's the easier language for the two of them. How are you going to put Ten and Johnny in a V live together and not expect them to communicate in English in with English. each other? <laughs> Exactly. And not only that, but you get fans that are commenting, you know, in in a certain language. And if they know it, they'll reply in that language. So 
I, I just don't understand YSM trying to go back. Mm-hmm. Like, this ain't like, let's go back to when K-pop was all manufactured and they told you how you were going to act and what you know. Like, no, we moved down from that stage. Mm-hmm. It's the real deal now. And personally, when I watch a V-Live, I will sit there, even if I don't understand what they're saying. But if, you know, every once in a while they start speaking a language I know. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. Then I'll start talking to <laughs> yeah like it gets it gets me to engage more because yeah. i know i'll catch like every other word in korean that i know and because when you know a group so well you understand their personality so you can kind of get the gist of what they're trying to say yeah but if they do speak another language and you understand that language it's amazing so um <clears throat> let them be like damn i'm just i'm begging for them to get another fucking japanese member so i can get yuta out here speaking in this whole ass japanese okay that's what i want (laughs) you're right cynthia said who your bias in nct you know that one yuta cynthia's bias is you oh i didn't know that wow oh yeah she just keeps denying who that is she just keeps denying him, and I'm just like, girl, open your heart, open your legs, open, open your, your heart, eyes. like like how Mark told you to open your eyes. Open your eyes. Oh my god, <laughs> he's a beautiful okay. man. I saw him he up is. close and personal at KCON, and I almost passed out. I was like, wow, he's beautiful. is this heaven? <laughs> is this heaven, or is this Japan? Listen, whenever I claim him, this podcast will be first to know. And she's an and he's a ninety five liner, which is kind of Cynthia's thing. That, oh my <laughs> god, you're right! Wow, it's perfect. perfect. It's freaking perfect. I don't know what any of you are talking about. Okay. Anyway, so uh, okay, I got some breaking Cynthia. news. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Way to change the subject, Carolina. We'll go for it, huh? <laughs> Hi, yes, my babies. Um, I actually went to the show uh, on Wednesday, July eleventh, at about eight p.m. <laughs> got seven at their show at Barclays Center. Let me tell you guys, they're the first K-pop group to ever perform there and to yes. sell out the whole yes. venue. Yes. So, class. Congratulations! I am so, so happy for them. The show was phenomenal. Yes. I ugly cried about four times. Mm-hmm. I tried to sneak into pit and I almost got caught. <laughs> I had to run away from security. We don't it recommend this at home, kids. Don't do what <laughs> Carolina does. Don't be a Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just don't get caught, okay? Okay. Oh um... It was an intense show. I ugly cried um, like four times. I'm glad. I'm actually kind of glad I wasn't front front row because they would have seen me like ugly crying Aww. bad. I'm not even joking when I say I was ugly crying. Um, but I'm so, so happy for them. They were just um, phenomenal while in New York. They even mentioned it that they had so many interviews that day, which is true. They're getting so much recognition. Like even, you know, going into like Fox Five News type thing, like it's not just like a talk show. It's like the actual news. Um like doing coverage on Got Seven. So I'm I'm just so proud. And you know, there's always going to be somebody out there saying like, well, they didn't blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter because for Got Seven, two years, like a year and a half, no, two years ago. So for Got Seven, two years ago, they played at PlayStation Theater, which is super small, super, super small. And just in two years to come back and play at Barclays and sell it out. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Got Seven did that. What did they do? That. 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 (laughs) Like, oh man, I'm just so, so proud of them. 
they looked so emotional that day, oh. and I was, like, waiting for them to cry. I know Mark looked like he wanted to cry yeah. as well as Jackson. And I know for one of the songs, um, J-Bum was just, like, singing, like, super emo and just looking down and covering his face the whole time. I'm just like, I know that you're crying down there, all right? Just because you put your hand over your face and your eyes, don't, like, you don't, you don't trick us like that. It just don't happen. It just don't I happen. can just imagine Carolina, like, in the crowd, sobbing. <laughs> no, it was, I, I can tell you exactly. There was a part during firework, and yep. you just saw the whole arena with in green. It was, like, a beautiful green ocean. And they were just like singing firework, which is a beautiful song. And I was just in my feelings, like seeing so many people, like just everybody there being even people in the nosebleed that it just didn't matter where you were sitting at that point. It was just being there for like because of God seven. And that was beautiful. And obviously, thank you came on. So they started singing that and I cried again, bad, like sniffling <laughs> bad. Like I had like. Little like boogers coming out my nose, oh, okay? Oh, <laughs> were they green? Paint that the picture, ocean? folks. <laughs> it was green because of God Seven. Hey, no, Please but I check get out it. her Twitter to imagine that perfect. Because like I wasn't even there. I watched a live stream and like during fireworks when like they showed the green ocean because the person that I was watching the live stream from, shout out to our friend Liz, she like showed like the crowd and everything, and I was like, wow, like I feel this and I'm not even there. So like just I can just imagine being in that stadium or mm-hmm. venue or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Oh, our babies. Yeah, no, it was it was so good. And then during their thank mm-hmm. yous, it was just like, you know, them thanking the fans. Like without the fans, they couldn't get anywhere. Like all of this is because of like the fans. At one point, what I really really like was uh, Mark said that the like the. Like, we as fans help them reach their dreams, and they Mark wants us to dream as big as what they dream. Like, and I was just like, bro, stop. And JB was just like, as long as you guys had fun today, that's that's all I care about. And I was just like, stop it. (laughs) I love God 7, y'all. Listen, I was... Ask me how many times I cried on the plane because FaZe came on. I cried three times. Aww. But um, I, no, nobody noticed, okay? But still. Before Carolina uh. talks about God 7 the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, yes, this is going to be uh, Carolina talking about God 7 for two hours. Thank you. Amazing. Let's move on to Terica's little honey bun. Loco? loco. <laughs> she said, Okay. That squeal was from her heart. <laughs> it really was. I love this soul. man with my whole heart and soul. And like, I kept saying, I'm never going to see him live. I'm going to have to go to Korea, but I'm never going to see him live. And everyone's just like, no, you're definitely going to see him live. Like, Aww. you're going to bump into him at Famous Burger, even though you don't like hamburgers. And it's going to be like, love it for sight. And you're going to get married and have like four kids. And I was like, you're right. And then I wake up to my devastating news, already sad that I have to be at work at four o'clock in the morning. I wake <laughs> up and all I see is in caps is Terica Loco enlistment and i bawled like my entire chest caved in and i was like why lord why landline is that (laughs) oh shit that's mine (laughs) that's loco that's loco calling you like don't talk about me like that i i was i told you not to talk about me in your podcast i know (laughs) 
<laughs> I was devastated. I was like, wow, I'm truly never going to see him live. And then like four hours later, I get a notification and it says, Loco, new variety show in August. And I was like, excuse me, what? So, so what's the he, truth? Is he listing in August or is he going to like be on this variety show and like is it gonna be live is he gonna pull like a little wayne and like somehow in jail he has like a cooking show of, like, <laughs> a live stream and he writes out like six wow. albums like i was just like i saw a tweet the other day that someone was just like wow they're really not allowed to do anything but leave like that's the only rule they have and i'm like you right you right so who knows maybe local's gonna be filming this variety show from like you know from, from like military base, like, in his from the military base it's just like, got hey, it what's up, what's up? so yeah i'm just if there's any other local stands out there who are going through the same thing we going through it i'm with just, you Terry. just tweet me and cat and we'll I put feel together it. a support group and we'll, right. eat, we'll eat hamburgers and we'll wear the color yellow once a week thank you <laughs> on thursdays we wear yellow <laughs> i know that's that's the new quote <laughs> Terika, don't worry. You're still going to see him, and you're going to see him at the Famous Burger at the military place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like open he's, one up over there. What, they're only, like, confined to base for, what, like, it depends. four months, right? Four yeah. Months? Um, it also depends on, like, what he's going to do. He can be, um, he can go out on weekends. Yeah, um, so he'll eventually. be at Famous Burger, bitch. Don't worry. We're going to find him. We're going to find him. I'm according to my calculations, he can go out on the weekends by the time we go to Korea. So don't worry about it. We Thank got you. this. Thank you so much. And there we go. And for all we know, he's probably like enlistment. Nah, I ain't going there till like next year. So. Yeah, maybe <laughs> After he'll, he'll, he'll pull a Nikun and he'll do some like I don't know volunteer charity work, work. Become, like humanitarian. <laughs> and they're like, oh no, this Saint Loco could never go off to war. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that that, that Nikun is it's Thai, so it's different, but it still works. I'm just saying they could adopt Carolina. Let Terica have it, bitch. Let Terica have it. God, like and I said. And you know what Loco can do for charity? Fund our Korea trip. Yes. Loco DM me. That's he, he can help the world out. That'll definitely get him out of uh, going into <laughs> For the For sure. We'll write sob stories for him. Don't worry about it. That or he has to win a gold medal. We can do either one. <laughs> One of the two. That's right. We'll win a gold medal and dedicate it to him and say that he did it. Yeah. He did. None of this would be possible without Loco. Exempt him. <laughs> Exempt him. <laughs> so did y'all see fucking Kino and Edon looking like snacks? My man. At the Armani fashion show? Yes. Okay, listen. I was not expecting that at all. When they dropped the, I saw that picture on Twitter. I was just like, okay, hey, what is this? I'm into it. I'm so for it. And there's a video, I guess they did, of like a recap type thing. And Kino's out here drinking champagne, living his best life. Oh I'm God. just like, this is the content I want. Yes. I think it's really cool that all these designers are starting to like invite all these like idols to their fashion shows. Um, I think because like people look at like K fashion or like idol fashion and they're like, wow, this is something weird and different, but it works. And so like I wouldn't be surprised that after a while, like we see. Like, I don't know, a whole, like, Kate Idol line from, like, Chanel or something. You're right. I mean, I'm well, about it. because if you think about, look at the past fashion weeks that have popped up, like, Seoul and Paris and stuff, like, so many idols have been going to it. Like, yes. Sehun goes to it, Kai goes to it, yep. CL goes to it, GD went to it. You know, like, yeah. all these idols who are so heavily involved in fashion are going. And then when K-pop idols wear clothes, the brands are always quick to tag them like oh look gd wore our 
Armani yeah. suit to this thing, mm-hmm. or BTS wore Gucci to this thing, or CL wore E Saint Laurent to this. So you know, it's it's not far off. I'm sure, and there a lot of Korean models are starting to model for high fashion agents, like yes. brands. Yep, they stuff. are. So at Gucci Hierate, sorry. <laughs> I love it. I think it's amazing. We need but more can diversity. Can we talk about Kino in that red yeah. suit, though? <gasps> can we talk about Ooh, Kino in that so gif good. where he was like licking his lips out because, like, his tongue? Because he knows. He knows. <laughs> oh my god. Kino is so much. <laughs> Kino is so dangerous for everybody. Kino he really is. Man. And he's dangerous like a super good dancer. <laughs> and I know this isn't on the thing, but I just need to uh, address something that I cannot fucking wait for Triple H's comeback. Because, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> These fucking pictures that we're getting, I am having a heart attack because, oh, my God, they look so good. I can only imagine the amazing songs that are going to come out, the fucking music videos. Oh, my God, the music videos. Okay, sorry. Honestly, the aesthetic of the aesthetic of Triple H, I'm just about it. Yes, I'm so here for it. Yeah. Honestly, I, I really, I really can't wait for their comeback. I, um, I, I know that it's just gonna slay my life, give me everything I needed and I didn't know I needed. You're it's right. gonna be great, funny. But uh, somebody on Twitter was just like, "Oh, I love how Cube gave us like a bisexual polyamorous relationship." Literally. Without even knowing it, and then they just ran with it. Just like rolling with, like, oh, right. I love it. I didn't know I needed this until I had it, and now I don't want it to ever go away. Listen, we had we had Hyuna and Edon make out in the first video. Can we get a Hui and Edon to make out in the second one? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Hui and Edon, I'm here for it. Because honestly, the sexual tension between the two of them, I'm just like, kiss, (laughs) kiss him. (laughs) That one meme with the. Anyway, so um, this is a new segment that we're going to call. It's going to be called What the Fuck Tempted for this segment. (laughs) Wow. And then next time, oh, which if you didn't know, Tempted is... The Great Seducer. Yeah, another word for it. um, For this K-drama that was um, really good, really frustrating. The next time that we review another drama or talk about it, we'll just, you know come up with another name it'll, it'll just be called wtf drama name yeah yes <laughs> i know what you guys are thinking but tempted ended so long ago but yes but i still have so many questions that have yet to been answered <laughs> <laughs> honestly like okay first of all my first question is what happened to that the boyfriend of right the, that's of the, the most small, important the question girl. okay so y'all just have him get hit in the head with the golf club. Is he dead? This oh my god, girl, I totally forgot about him. <laughs> this poor girl crying with her with him in her lap. Like they drag him downstairs and then there's a phone call and then nothing else. Then we see her at home and I'm like, "Where's your man? He Is died. he breathing? Is no. he alive? Is he okay? Is your mom okay with you dating now? Is They're she like less strict anymore. on He's you dead. because, you know, she ran away? Like what happened? I love her. Like that relationship was probably is my favorite relationship from that drama. The only stable relationship in that entire drama it really, no, really the only stable relationship for sure but that yeah that's that's a, the first question Their grandma on the bowl i feel like they had a pretty stable relationship the grandma on the bowl. Was, <laughs> right it got her through a lot of tough times he was there yeah. right everything and um furthermore honestly the other relationship that i liked was um the mother suji's mom and the guy no 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 Son? no no, Suji's no. mom oh, yeah. and the like the head of his 
his company, not the, the CEO dude, the CEO dad. No, not the CEO, not oh, the dad. Oh yeah, the, yeah, like, oh, the other security, guy. Security, security, security. I mean, not yeah, security, the, that guy, the help, not the help. The what the hell? His like secretary. His like secretary. Yes, the secretary. Yeah, the there we go. Guy, yes, the mom, Suji's mom, and the secretary. Yes, I like them too, and I'm just like I know that they probably like I, like he's probably in love with her, and he she's probably in love with him. But Loki is like nah, because I'm a go for the CEO, and I'm like B, you are messing yourself up, and you did. Did, did they ever get married? I don't think but so. she had to do what she had to do to get that coin, though. She was like, I can just have She already had coin, though. But you can always get more coins. <laughs> My thing also is Tempted missed a great plot point by not putting... Seju and Kyungju together, okay? Oh my god. They would have been so cute. I wa- was rooting for them. And they, she liked him so much, and y'all just ruined that whole thing. You and had to put ended- him with fucking Suji. Like, why? She didn't deserve anyone. She doesn't deserve any kind of happiness. She, <laughs> oh my god. She needed to fall in love with herself and not get my man sick, okay? Like, no, you cannot have him. Although, I will say she had the best outfits the whole entire time. She really time. did. Yeah, they, I, oh, yeah she it. really did. That's she was true. like a, a Korean Blair Waldorf. I loved her. Oh, my God. She was slaying. Yeah, she that's was probably slaying. why she had so much freaking drama. Definitely. You're right. I feel it. But there's just so many unanswered questions. I'm just like, what did they do for six years? Did Suji's mom ever get, like, fined? Right? Did like, she, did, did her, did her uh, hospital shut down? Like, is she all right? Because she was done. Do, she was doing like what? Like some. Some shady um, stuff. Helping the compute. Helping the community. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> she was like. She was like helping the community or something. Just like, was that like her community service? Because she got in trouble? Like, what? Of course she did. What? Rich privilege. You're right. <laughs> I and then like she her either. Damn. Fuck her. And then Sheehan's dad, like, it, is his cancer gone? Like, is he okay? Like, is he good? Like, is their right. relationship okay? Yeah, like, are they good? Like, but nobody knows, okay? Like, nobody Tempted knows. left us in the dark for some things. Because I even remember watching watching it, and in the middle, I'm just like, how, how are they going to answer all these questions in one hour for the last one? I was just like, nah. Y'all left too many things. And y'all are not going to give me a season two? Like, what the heck? And then, I mean, I like the ending, but they could have gave me a fucking kiss. Honestly. <laughs> After six years, they gave me a hug. They gave me a hug. They wanted and to take just... things slow. Bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> saying, her whole life was almost ruined. Like, she couldn't just, like, you know what I mean? She had to be like, look, I gotta His whole left. life was almost ruined. He got hit by a golf club. <laughs> Look, he put himself in that situation. <laughs> he knew his friends were messy. He knew that, that is victim was- shaming. <laughs> a mess. Tempted was a mess. The guy that beat them up, uh, Ki Ki Young or whatever. Like, what happened to him? Did he go to prison? Like, I hope so. He went into hiding. Or another one, Seju's mom. Is she okay? <laughs> That's right. Did she ever wake up from that? Right? She was like, what happened? happened? Like, because he left to another country. Did he just leave his mom there? Right. Did he take her with With his terrible parent family? Like, no, he hates that family. Oh, God. Did he, like, start that restaurant or something? Or just yeah. stay there? And, and his grandpa finally died? Never, never spoke to his family ever again? Like, yeah. was that the plan? Was that what happened? I feel like his mom but yeah, passed but what away. Happened to his like, mom? he knew she wasn't going to wake up. And he's like, I can't 
hold myself here. She wouldn't want me to stay here with these horrible people. She would want me to go and live my life, and that's what he did. But then he still ended up with a dumb bitch. Honestly. <laughs> well, I mean, All look. I'm saying, all I am saying, and this will be the thing I say last, is Seju deserved more than every fucking person in that drama. He was there for everybody, and yes, he was a dickhead towards the end, I admit it. What he did to Tae at the end was uh-huh. terrible, oh, but he did it because terrible. he was in love, okay? Because he wanted the love of his life, who didn't deserve him. No one deserved him. Not even Shihun deserved him, okay? No one deserved that man. <laughs> justice for Seju! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Justice for Seju, indeed. Y'all, uh, every drama wanna, I've seen him I, in, it's just been bad. Right? Every drama. That's why I wanted to end my note on, is that I he I just, I love it. him um, as an actor, as a person. Yes. Hello. Please call me. Okay. <laughs> Script writers out there in Korea, give Kim Min Jae a good ending, okay? Thank you. Can he whoa, ever whoa, have whoa. the girl? Until Jisoo gets a, his, like, great ending, and until after his, like, the drama he's about to star in airs, we're not going to be fighting for anybody else but my man's. Okay, first of all, I also believe in justice. I also believe in justice for Jisoo because, you. you know, <laughs> he deserves the world. After Scarlett Harreo, like, that man deserves it all. But Min Jae does too. <laughs> Fuckery of the week. Oh, my God. I would wow. like to take the lead on this because <laughs> it's about one of my men. Go ahead, girl. One Go of ahead. my many. Dun, dun, dun. There was some ridiculous drama this week um regarding minnow and a certain instagram page we're not gonna talk about it too much i just need everyone to know that y'all jump into conclusions can literally ruin someone's career i'm just gonna put that out there ruin someone's career their entire life yeah so basically if you didn't hear about it um dispatch was saying that minnow uh, was following this one account of a photographer that was posting kind of sketchy content type thing. And basically, they tried to um, ruin this man's life. Now, the thing is that uh, everybody that translated the stuff, I know some of them knew that the translation was wrong and they still yep. posted mm-hmm. it and made it travel like through social media. Which, that's just horrible. Like, if you know a translation is wrong, why the heck would you just retweet it and be like, oh my god, look at this type thing? They manipulated certain words to make it seem worse than it, than it already was at the time. Yeah, so, um, you know, I don't, I just don't understand Dispatch. Like, okay, we, we, we low-key all hate YG, but at the same time, you can't just... His get that out on their artists like it. his yeah. artist has nothing to do with it and you know minnow been working so hard his entire career and going through all that stuff with winner and just for you to come try and like destroy it just just because yep like excuse me yeah and if anything when people saw it they should have like attacked or reported the instagram page and not right. him like, that's the real situation. Like, this person that's posting the content that, you know, like, no, that's not okay. Yep. And not only that, but, for example, it's like, what if he, like, um, you know, it's like sometimes you follow an account, and it's like 2015, you follow an account, and it's about dogs and puppies. So what mm-hmm. if this person in the middle of it all changed his, like, his Instagram, yeah, his content to cats, and you hate cats? And all of a sudden, kitties are popping up on your damn freaking, like, Instagram feed. And you're just like, what the heck? 
Like you don't, you don't. Or even then, it. you don't always get to see everybody's posts because I follow a lot of people and I don't. See, yeah. I see maybe yeah. a third. Yeah. Of those posts. Yeah, that too. But the fact that he felt that that he had to unfollow literally everyone, so he unfollowed everybody on Instagram, and everything was hashed out and everything was taken care of. The thing that bothered me is there was never an apology. There was no one ever said anything like, oh, we're really sorry that we did this. Like this man genuinely, you could have genuinely ruined everything he's worked his entire life for because you thought something was wrong or you thought something was sketchy with no proof. Like you had no proof. You had an Instagram follow and a mistranslation. That's what you had. Just so stupid. So, so stupid. I don't know here. They're Truly? just trying to just destroy destroy careers just because. And then after and then after when they come after them, they're just like, Oh, we didn't know and I'm just like, Shut up. Shut and then when up it comes to like real problems in the K pop industry, real things that happen with their favorites or real things that happen with other but they never want to hold anybody accountable. And then you're just like, Well, you guys try to act woke as hell. When you found this man following a sketchy Instagram account or an Instagram account that posts sketchy content, y'all try to be woke. But when real things happen, when idols say stupid stuff, but they're your favorites, you don't say a word. Mum's the word for y'all, right? So don't act fake woke and call other people out and then get mad when their stands come after you to then keep your mouth closed when your faves do something bad. Like, Exactly. It's just like, if you're going to be fake woke, be fake woke with everything. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news, Breaking guys. news. Hello, BTS has announced. Just announced that their comeback is in August. <laughs> which has. Wait, um, what? It was just confirmed that BTS will come back with a special album this August, which has two to three new songs. And they're planning to the film their MV. And they won't promote the new songs on music shows, but they will perform them on the world tour. So you're saying that they confirmed the August comeback, but then Big Hit was like, August comeback? What are you talking about? Only to reconfirm the August comeback. When the rumor was coming, like when it was going around, and they're like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. Everybody's like, see, why are you guys spreading these lies? And then I was like, first world BTS, don't trust Big Hit. (laughs) And now two days later, we're coming back in August. It's because they, they found out about it, so they were just like, crap, we gotta we gotta say it. Well, yeah, and then all these radio stations were like, oh, there's a big surprise. So, like, they couldn't hide crap even if they want to. So, at this point, they should be like, look, this is the schedule that we're going to have for them for the next two <laughs> right. years. You're welcome. Exactly. Prepare your monies. There's no excuse like, why you should you buy this album now. Save up your coins. Cause <laughs> I wish they would do that, because I know, you know they got they got their schedule lined up for the oh, next yeah. two years. Oh, yeah, At definitely. least two years. So, like, just release it. Let me know what you're going to do so I can... I I know how much money I gotta save. Like what? when I gotta like ask for work off. That's what I'm saying. I take off work. Yeah, like just let me be prepared to. When I gotta you. time my potty breaks, you know. <laughs> like oh, suddenly <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. Watches music at video. eight a.m., <laughs> which is twelve a.m. Korean time. <laughs> Here we this go. This would um, be a perfect time. Um, someone asked us recently how we got into K-pop, so I think this would be a really cool time to like talk about it. Are we having a story time? Hey, yeah. Story. I don't think we've ever we a story time? divulged yeah. into what got us into K-pop. So I feel like the K-pop OG in this group, Carolina. Yeah. Hey. Well, let's What's go up? in the in timeline. What's up? 
Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Um, well, I got into K-pop. It was about 2011, and I'm I've always been into like anime and all that thing and all that stuff. So, I was watching something anime related, and on my YouTube recommended wedding dress by Taeyang came was on. Now for me, all I saw was this hot man, and I was like, "Who are you?" So I clicked on it. I'm here watching the wedding dress music video. And let me tell you that by the end of it, I shed a tear. So I was just like, what is this? First of all, who is this guy? What is this? What is he saying? Like what? Which led me to Big Bang. So I found Big Bang and I was like, oh, this music is good. Um, And then I bumped into Shiny. And I bumped into Shiny's replay, the Japanese version, hey. <laughs> which as you can, uh, uh, if you've heard the past podcast, you know that I love. So I bumped into that song and ba- basically I heard it and that solidified. I was just like, okay, I don't know what these, who these guys are, whatever, but we're doing this. So I got into it. And at that point we had a, fr- um, I had one of my friends, she was already, um, I was gonna say, this, this is when we interwine, but I'll start after you. <laughs> Yeah, so so this is where Cynthia and I's story interwine. But anyway, so um, our friend Harshika, she was already into K-pop. And I was talking about it, and she's like, oh, yeah, like, this is that. So she, like, introduced me to more stuff, like, Super Junior and, like, Girls' Generation and things like that, um, 2 p.m. And uh, ever since then, I just, I, I've always, like, kept up with the music-wise. I was never, like, super into the fan, the fandom part of it. It wasn't until, like, 2015 that I got super into, like, the fandom part of it all. But music-wise, like, I have been bopping to other stuff for since 2011. So, that's my story. And now here I am. I broke K-pop stand. Yes. Crying over God 7, <laughs> <laughs> indeed. So, I started in 2011 as well. But I started because our friend, she... um Chica for short, she would send me emails <laughs> with music videos. And emails. Like, yeah, literally, this is like an email time. <laughs> and she would send me a bunch of emails. She'd be like, oh my God, like, check this out, check this out. And so I was like, okay, I'll check it out. What really, really got me into K pop, though, even though this isn't like pop, pop, whatever, was CM Blue. Um, she yes. said. Yeah, that's another one for me too. <laughs> she well, no, we discovered them together, Carolina. <laughs> so I know <laughs> she sent us a music video, and me and Carolina were like, "What?" And we, because um, I really love bands in general, and Carolina does too. Um, most of all of our friend group actually yeah. um, listen to like band, especially then that was like you know during our during our emo, emo phase. phase yep. So. Um, me and Carolina yes, were definitely. super about CM Blue because we're like, oh my god, they pl- they're playing instruments, what? And then, you know, she introduced me to Shiny, and I was like, ooh, who are you? Who are you? And, <laughs> um, yeah, there weren't subs, so we were kind of just guessing what was going on. Every once in a while, we would find something that would be subbed, God bless. Um, yeah, we would usually, I mean, music-wise, I would just go into, like, translating, like, translation mm-hmm. pages, and they had the, like, lyrics. translation of the songs. Yeah, the lyrics. Didn't Chica run, like, a yeah. shiny yeah. fan page? A tame ah. <laughs> Yeah, she, um, she was actually, she had, like, a fan site, and um, it got really popular really fast, 
And um, she was just heavily into it, and she dragged me and Caroline along. Thank you, Shika. I love you very much for this. Yep. Um, and also got into, like, K-dramas, Boys Over Flowers, hello. Because um, so me and her, we Iconic. watched it together. Iconic. It truly was. And that sealed the deal for me. Over the years, um, I would listen to the Iconic songs. I'd be like, wing, ding, don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> I would still jam out to that. And then I still watch the music. To to this day. Same here. And I still watch the music video. But I didn't get heavily into the, like, the fan side of things until um, Carolina and Kat got more into it. And um, there's actually another little story there. I'll just quickly run by this one. Um, I was going through a rough time, and I asked Kat to make me a huge K-pop list, uh, K-pop playlist, I mean, of the new songs, because, you know, I was old school, so I didn't know what was new and hip. (laughs) (laughs) It's like an old lady. I know, right? Well, it's because, uh, you know, I was, like, in K-pop world before it even knew what it was going to be. Um, Well, yeah, exactly. No, same. I feel it. So she made me this huge playlist with all these songs. And um, every song that I'd be like, oh, who's this? Who's this? It would be BTS. I'm like, who's that? And then, um, long story short, I, I fall into a rabbit hole and haven't come out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't find your way out. Exactly. Nope. I think it was like 2015, which is actually funny because I saw a music video of theirs when it first came out, like years and years ago. And I was like, oh, who's that? They're so cute. And then something distracted me and I didn't fall back to I didn't fall into the rabbit hole when they first debuted, but hey, it's fine. I'm here. I was two years late. It's fine. <laughs> you found it, it was probably One Direction that got us in there. Truly. Oh, yeah. One Direction distracted us. Yeah, that's what it was, actually. Damn it, One Direction. I still <laughs> love you, though. Wendy for life. Okay, sorry. I got into K-pop because of Carolina. <laughs> Woo! So me and Carolina met um, because of <laughs> uh, a, a few groups we stand. Um, before Stan was a word. Yeah, right. When we were like 15. And ever since then, Carolina knows I have an obsessive personality. So she's always tried to force K-pop like onto me. And I was like, I'm funny part is that uh, I showed Kat once the video of um, like a fire, Chinese performance of like a fire where um, John Hyun is going off and Key's going off with the high key, like the high notes and all that. And she said, Oh no, that's too EDM-y for me. Yeah, I don't like it was it. very EDM-y, and at the time I was very like into like my rock, like my. And she was against mine and Carolina's EDM side. <laughs> yeah, I was very into like my punk. Like that's when I was into like my punk music and like my punk rock music. So I was very like, oh no, this is too like electronic for me. Thank you. <laughs> and I was just like, no, that's okay. And then she showed me the Japanese version of Shiny Replay. I was like, because eh. I love that song. I was like, eh, it's okay. So years pass, and she stopped because every time she tried, I was just like, nah, I'm like that's okay. So I gave up, Loki. Genuinely, mm-hmm. I didn't not get into K-pop because I didn't think I would like it. I just liked so many things, like uh, the Jonas Brothers and One Direction, and I was into like the whole like Warp Tour like scene. So like I was like, I don't have room for K-pop. <laughs> like I was like, I can't do K-pop. K-pop's hard to keep up. And yeah. so, years and years passed. In 2015, I think Carolina, uh, I moved back to Texas, and me and my family were going through some struggles. So I was like, I need something to distract myself because One Direction has did disbanded at that point, and I was just like. Ugh what am I going to do? So 
I was like, Carolina, I think it's time. She was like, oh, my God. So at, <laughs> at this point, Carolina was going to see EXO in Texas. Yes, and, 2016 February bit. Um, Best so show. I was like, okay, like, get me, like, who is EXO? And she was telling me everything about EXO. And I remember basically, like, I was talking about, I was tweeting about being excited to see EXO that she was just like, okay, I checked them out. Yeah, like, who and, is this? And so I looked them up. So I get on the YouTubes, you know, I'm like, EXO. And at first I put in literally the letter X and the letter O. And nothing came up, so I was like, Ugh. okay. So I looked back at Carolina's tweet, and then I spelled it right. I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm watching, like, stuff, and the first video I watched was uh, Mama. And I was like, oh, this is a little weird. <laughs> like, yeah. This is a little odd, yes. but okay. Um, and then Call Me Baby came up, and it was the newest comeback that they had done. So I clicked on it, and fucking Kai just rising up, and I was just like, I'm interested. I was like, tell me more. So, Call Me Baby was the first song that I heard that I was like, I can get into this. And then I, from there, I went on in more into EXO than, like, into K-pop in general. I was like, okay. I just went downhill for there. And I remember being so mad at Carolina for telling me <laughs> to look into EXO right before they were coming on tour, knowing that I couldn't go. <laughs> Yep. I was like, I hate you. I was like, I hate you so much because I fell. I fell hard for EXO. Yes, EXO. Yes, shout out to EXO. I love for them. EXO quick. And then she, I was like, Carolina, give me more. So she literally gave me a list of songs. Not groups, songs. So I was like, okay, awesome. I watched a bunch of them. She gave me like Big Bang. And I was like, yes, love it. She gave me GOT7. And that was a downfall that was a spiral <laughs> and the funny yep. thing is is that carolina wasn't even that into got seven until i got into yep. got seven and i was like carolina become obsessed with me and then i found the video of yu gi in dallas and i was like oh isn't this the one you said you like carolina look at this and that that was it that's it that's a wrap and then i really got into k-hip-hop i got into that on my own <laughs> and she dragged us and now yeah she dragged did. everyone else down the k-hip-hop hole with me <laughs> she really did True. And that's the wrap. Now, Tara, guys, your turn. That's My wrap. story is like kind of a combination of all of these. Like Kat, I also have like an obsessive personality. Not like single white female where I'm going to try to like murder you and like steal your face <laughs> yeah. or anything. But like when I get fixated on something and I really like it, I love it. So I've been a fangirl almost my whole life. Started with NSYNC and then I moved on to Bow Wow and B2K and all that jazz. Um... I like Carolina. I was also into like anime and just like different like parts of Asian culture, Japanese culture. I used to make samurai movies with my best friend in like the fourth grade. Love it. It was great. But also during that time, um, I moved and I didn't have that support anymore from my friend. And like everybody thought that I was weird because I was into anime. And so I was like, well, I can't do this anymore. So I kind of put things in the back burner and I tried to stray away from that. And uh, we got a new house around this time and my neighbor was Korean and his wife was Chinese. And I remember he would like, I was like, what is this weird music? What is this? It wasn't K-pop. It was trap music. <laughs> and I was like, what? And like, it was always interesting to me. I was like, this is low key. Like, this is kind of cool. But like I said, um, dealing with like bullying and trying to fit in with like this new group of kids, I kind of was like straight away from it. 
Um, then I got into my punk scene and my bands, and I got into Five Seconds of Summer and all that jazz. And then mm-hmm. the K-pop things started kind of popping up on like my Twitter, and popping up on my YouTube, and I was just like, everyone's like, don't get into it, it's weird, and like, don't give it a chance. And I was like, eh, but I kind of want to. So <laughs> yes. I watched that BuzzFeed video, and I was like, okay, that's it. This is the push that I needed. And at the time, one of my other friends, Kiki, was also getting into K-pop. It's 2015 at this time and I'm like Kiki send me all the things and she sent me all the things and she sent me all these groups and everything and I watched all these music videos in one night and I was just like my people like (laughs) everything was great and I was just like yes like this is like this is what I fought against for so long why did I do this to myself and so I looked up all these songs and I got into all these groups and found groups of my own then um one of my co-workers I was talking about uh, got seven and my coworker was like wow you listen to k-pop and I was like yeah and she's like whoa b2 here's a like a hard drive of all of my favorite songs and she was an old oh k-popper God. like Carolina and Cynthia so like on hers was like TVXQ and super junior which was her old and um Shinwa and all these other things and I was like wow this slaps like I'm about this and then I instantly bought my first got seven ticket and I met Kat and met Carolina and met Yay! Cynthia and we've been in several places and now we're just kind of We formed the Powerpuff Girls. We formed the Powerpuff that, Girls. Yeah, basically. With our we're in this black hole that we can't get out of and it's just a never ending cycle, but we love it. We love it so much we started a podcast. And yeah. And um, also mm-hmm. I'm back into anime again. I'm not like repressing my love. So if anybody Thank has God. any more suggestions I need to catch up after all these years, hit a girl up. I love watching new shows. Thank you. So out of curiosity, I know we've all been to a lot of shows. Who is your favorite K-pop act that you've seen live? BTS. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, and, and, and it's not even just because I got seven are my number one, but at the same time, yes. But yes. <laughs> no, it's because every got seven show that I've been to, they make it fun. They make it good. They, they may, you get out of there, like, the entire time you're just happy. Like, the entire time. Mm-hmm. like there's just like the energy the energy with the fans and like with them and the fan service and like there hasn't been a got seven show that i haven't felt like this is one of the best moments of my life mm-hmm. um that i felt just pure bliss and happiness and that's that's it like that's how i feel that i got seven show i feel that but with BTS. I love GOT7 too. Hello. Okay. But for me, it's BTS because of how much I connected with their music. They have brought me through like an unhappy place in my life to a amazing place in my life where it really brought all of our group even closer together. It brought us Terika. Yes. Me and Terika actually met for the first time in person to go to a BTS show together. <laughs> and we got to experience that together and we cried and we laughed. We got baptized together. <laughs> and it was I just have beautiful. DNA in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like all of a sudden, like I hear her screaming behind me and then she's like, ah, I got something in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great moment. But the thing for me is that there was a specific point where, um, was the end and i'm you know in the middle pit freaking getting squished at barricade and then i'm just looking up at bts and they're singing and i look around me in the army bomb ocean and it was just 
an amazing moment to just be like, wow, I'm seeing them live with my best friends and I am just alive. (laughs) This is what life's about. For me, it's a tie um, between... Got seven BTS? No. (laughs) Neither, actually. Oh, I know. I know what she's going to say. For me, it's between Vix. Oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. For me, it's between Vix and Seventeen. Vix, they're just, uh, I don't know how to explain them live. Like, when they stepped out on stage, when me and Terrico saw them, we saw them in a really small venue. And even in, like, this tiny little venue, they made themselves seem so big. And, like, everything they did, every, like, motion, every little tick and aspect was just so good and I was just like in awe like the entire time like my mouth was just like (gasps) like throughout the whole thing the same thing with 17 I've only ever unfortunately seen 17 at KCON like at conventions but every time I see them I'm just completely entranced like I can't like look away like I'm just like whoa like how do you even do that (laughs) like What? How I are feel it. Yes. 13 of you so synchronized? Like, mm-hmm. how do you all move like one, like, cohesive unit? Like, that mm-hmm. should not be Kings. possible. <laughs> I wish I could see them. Every time I'm about to see 17, something happens in my life and I can't go. But one day I will experience this in person. You're right. Terika, your turn. Um, I have, it's weird. I don't want to be that person. Like, every time. I have three because they all mean <laughs> different things. Uh, BTS for sure. If you, if you haven't figured out by now who's, like, the huge, huge armies... <laughs> It's me and Cynthia, and then Kat, and then, like, Carolina Dabbles. They call me a fake army most of the time. <laughs> it was, like, one of the greatest weekends ever because I got to, like, meet Cynthia and Kalea in person, which is our other friend. And, like, we just had a really good time, and we went through so much that weekend. As as, like, <laughs> it really was. It was a mess. Like, Cynthia got hurt. Like, we had ticket oh, yeah. issues. But like to finally, I got in a fight. Yeah, to finally <laughs> be there and like see them live, like Cynthia said, with my best friends, like it was amazing. It was like everything I needed because, um, like I was saying, I found like K-pop and everything during a time when like I was going through like like hard things like with family wise and like just being with like bullying and stuff. And like I remember listening um, with my headphones on one night and I was really sad about something and like Butterfly came on and I remember just crying and I was like, wow, my like I can't. Mm. wait to see them live and so that was really special to me to finally see my boys uh vix was another good one for me because it was my first time in canada and fix is just like i feel like everyone should see them live they're just yes great performers like i know I all of these guys are like they're all adults but like when you see vix perform like they're grown men and like yeah. they're just ah oh, they're just so professional and they're just so great and we just had a really good time and the last one is ace and I think yeah. the reason why I loved Ace so much Ooh. is because we went into Ace. Like, usually when we go into shows, we're, like, we've planned, like, we have, like, a whole itinerary. We have, like, what we're wearing, what time we're lining up, who's going back in Paris to go get food and go get change. Like, it's not <laughs> a vacation. Like, seeing shows, it's, like, it's a it's job. Work. Like, you Truly, have to have yeah. a whole operation. <laughs> but, like, for Ace, we were so relaxed because we're, like, they're a baby group. Like, we're going for fun. It was Kat's birthday. We're just going to, like, chill out yes. and have fun. We didn't even, like dress up dress up like there was no we didn't like, even try that hard and yeah it was, like, the best it wasn't like i'm gonna beat my face ever. for two hours like cat usually cat and cynthia are like our resident makeup artists and like cat <laughs> was just like oh, yeah we do makeup. everyone's like, makeup we were just like we looked nice but we were comfortable and like i think not having that pressure we just allowed ourselves to just have so much fun and we got the best 
interactions and the boys are sweet and basically we're their best friends now like we said we're gonna have story time about that later but like yeah so like each of those shows were really like they had a different like sentimental value to me but those were my top shows because I would say Got 7 but I was kind of embarrassed my first Got 7 show so <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's but, for I mean, time. I feel, I feel it, but you know. Yeah. I also got seven. Also has a special place in my heart because at Turbulence, I did go on stage with JB, which was kind of a big deal for me because I was like, kind the of a only girl up there with her bias, and he was yep. just so sweet. So, Got mm-hmm. Seven does genuinely hold a special place in my heart. Same. God had our backs on that one. Truly. Yo, that Shout was out to wild. Cynthia for giving me her ticket you're right <laughs> always and forever <laughs> i couldn't imagine like every time i think about a cat going on stage with jb i'm just like what if i would have get picked for you gim like i don't i i like what i you definitely sure wouldn't would have be. been okay. as calm as me but the thing is <laughs> like, yeah she no, would I, she would pass out I, I on the stairs <laughs> no nah, not even i would just be too high to scream in his face or run away exactly staring. but if, staring the whole if i had gotten like a ticket for you gim i would have gotten yeah, straight to carolina just oh same God. thing. If it was Bam Bam, me and Terka would just cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> We're sister wives. We're okay. a package deal. We're Siamese Sorry. twins. <laughs> it's an, um, you can't go against my religion. <laughs> and that's that. Okay, so one group you guys want to see live. Quickly, go. 17. Pentagon. Oh my God, you stole mine. I'm like, Pentagon, Pentagon, Pentagon. <laughs> um, the one group I want to see, I'm also going to be seeing uh, at KCON is In Fact. Whoop. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's right. Because I just need wow. j vocals in my life. Yeah. You know who I, I want to see? Face. I want to see Say Young live. Dang you it. and B. My name. You <gasps> and B. Yes. I would love to see you and B live. You and B, do a fan meet in the USA. Thank you. JBJ. Oh. <gasps> we're not oh. even going to bring, we're not even going to talk about it. No. We're talk about it. When will I ever see Kenta live? <laughs> when? Damn it! Ooh, Kenta. Hey, well, that was our that was our little story time. Yes. But now we just gotta talk about a stand corner of the week. Y'all gotta stand the boys, and yes. I'ma let Cat take over. Boys, boys, boys. Okay, so the boys are a twelve yes. member group. Um, there's twelve. Of them. They're so cute. Okay, sorry. Um, I tried to get Carolina and them into them in my living room floor at my parents' house. And the only thing that processed in my brain Hwal. is Hual. That's literally Kevin! Sorry. <laughs> and and Kevin I mean Moore. obviously I know Kev- Kevin Jacob, but the only thing that's embedded in my brain is Hual. Anyway, the boys are there's twelve members and I know you guys are probably like, ah, that's a lot, but it's worth it. Um but the boys are really great. They're very like fun pop music is what I would put them under there's a lot of fun pop music that they do and their concepts are always so like bubbly and fun and their debut song was called the boys <laughs> um perfect for them yes um if i were to recommend a song even though the first debut was great um giddy up is the bop giddy giddy giddy, giddy up. they just recently had a comeback um their song was produced by park kyung from block b it's called keeper so um, it's really good. It's such a cute music video. And their choreography is always so good. It's another group that has a choreographer, a choreography leader in their group. Um, so, yes, check out the boys. They're amazing. Yeah, Woo! they're really, really fun, really cute. And obviously they're younger, um, so their music kind of portrays it. Yeah. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the members used to do YouTube and is really hilarious. Shout out to Kevin. Kevin Moon My is boy. a boy. 
And yeah, they're they're really really cute guys. Their music is really good. How you know, I'm not super into them like fandom wise, but I do bob to their songs. Their album is really really good. They have so really good taste in hats. I'm sorry. Yep, yes. that too. <laughs> and they're just adorable and funny and cute, and it's great. Like, why wouldn't you want to like a group like that? So please stand the boys. Stand the boys. Yay! Woo! Songs of the week. Are we ready? My uh, my song of the week is uh, Face by got seven because um, i'm emotional and um yes mine is somehow by day six i'm not sorry <laughs> hey uh mine is skip and kiss by sick you uh, cry his, about groovy everywhere uh, his single yeah his double single thing just came out um his no, what he went to witness protection for yeah. <laughs> um it's produced by groovy well, room songs. produced by groovy room it's super good super like mellow but it has a really cool like edm flow in it as well so really good check out the album it's amazing skip and kiss sick yes um i've been studying a lot for like classes and stuff and i usually listen to loco but i have been listening to a lot of dean so my song ah. is d half moon i love that song yes love that man it's really chill and mellow check it out if you haven't Yes. yes. That's really good. I think that wraps it up for this week. Um, if you guys have any other questions, just like how somebody asked us how we got into K pop, feel free to tweet us. Feel free to ask us other things. Slide into the tell, DMs. Like, we got you. Yep, just tell me know. what he did. Anything. We're here <laughs> for you. <laughs> we will always be here for you. And um, besides that, thank you so much for listening. And hopefully, we entertained you. And above all else, always remember to fangirl on. Hey, hey, hey.